0: Welcome to the Astral HQ podcast. Here we talk about spirituality and consciousness. Make sure to go to astralhq.com forward slash podcast to get resources, free bonuses, and much more. So, do you want to raise your vibrations and raise your frequency? Do you want to have things that you want to be just kind of magnetically attracted to you instead of you having to put forth lots of effort and, and you know, kind of like a struggle to get these things? You may know the type of people I'm talking about where the things they want seem to just magically come towards them. They seem to put no effort into it, seemingly, uh, and yet these things that they want, people, uh, you know, abundance, financial abundance, um, experiences, success, these things tend to come towards them effortlessly. There's a very powerful reason why that happens, and that's because of the law of vibration or the law of frequency. There's all kinds of different ways that this can work, but in this video, if you just watch this one video, it's gonna be about 30 to 45 minutes long. And uh, if you watch this, it will explain more than, you will know more essentially than 90% of the people out there watching videos on YouTube. Um, I've tried to make this as concise, effective, and powerful as possible. There's gonna be no fluff. I'm not gonna waste your time. But in return, all I ask is, you know, close down your other distractions, close down your other tabs, turn your phone on to silent and really just pay attention because, you know, as you can probably tell, this is my passion. <laughs> this is like I love talking about this stuff. I could talk for hours and hours about this stuff. And really, I'm just going to summarize kind of my research into this area over the last nine to 10 years and how it can help you to raise your vibrations. So please close your other tabs. You know, this is, uh, as I said, this is free training. It's like a free kind of webinar style training. I could easily charge for this, but I just really want to give you this training uh, because this, you know, I feel like if you watch this video, you'll be way ahead of everything else. It will save you time. And, you know, if you've just found my channel or if you've, you know, found other channels and you just want to cut through the nonsense, save yourself some time, this is a video to watch. So what gives me the authority to actually teach this stuff? Why should you listen to me versus, you know, everybody else? Well, the reason for that is that I am so obsessed with this topic of spirituality, consciousness and vibrations, you know, frequency and and, uh, law of attraction and abundance, things like that, that I have literally dedicated almost a decade to researching this stuff, to learning about it. I've actually hired and led a small research team and what we've done is we've been able to go in and summarise different systems of thinking, different kind of like... uh, collections of knowledge right so ancient knowledge ancient spirituality traditions cultures religions on you know on the one side of things but then i've also used the left-brained approach of looking at the studies the data the science and the you know quantum mechanics the metaphysics the biology and the chemistry and i've tried to kind of fuse them all together and you know what i found uh, i became so obsessed with this stuff i actually had a mind map you know, like a digital mind map on my computer and it was the file was so large that the mind map software actually crashed and I had to be like I had to talk to the developers of the software to actually get it back up again so I didn't lose you know years of work. Um, but long story short, I've got huge amounts of data and research. I've you know plotted out all of these mind maps and everything like this. I've summarized studies, I've had my team summarize studies, and we've really tried to be as effective and efficient as possible to really just get down to the core important questions. What is this reality? How does it work? And how can you experience a life that you want to experience? You know, there's obviously other things you can, other rabbit holes you could go down, and I have gone down them, uh, specifically with like biohacking and trying to optimize the body and mind. But really everything that I've learned, everything that I've summarized and everything my team has summarized, Really comes down to the same core principles. There's the inner game, the outer game, and then what I call the kind of like the building your castle stage, which I'll get onto you know towards the end of this video. Uh, But it's good news for you because what it means is that there is a syllabus, there is a core set of things that do work time and time again over thousands of years in you know completely different uh, parts of the world, different cultures. The same core things keep happening because they work so that's good news because you know it, when you first get into spirituality and you know personal growth and this kind of thing it feels like a minefield and you li- you literally don't know where to start there's so many things you could study so many different approaches and perspectives and techniques and methods you feel very overwhelmed i know i did you know it was so hard to know what to actually focus on but that has become good news for you because like i said if you actually summarize you know not all of the things out there, but if you summarize the things most likely to be true or work, you find that completely separate fields of study all point towards the same principles, which I will explain very clearly in a second. So why should you care? Why should you actually bother learning this stuff? Why does it matter? Well, this is actually very powerful stuff, and I'm not exaggerating when I say this. This has allowed me personally to heal chronic acne, to manifest financial abundance, success—if you want to call that—you know—material success. Um, being able to, you know, buy my own house, be debt-free at, you know, below the age of 30. To be able to heal a, a, a knee injury, essentially, that I was told was uncurable, To be able to heal all kinds of different conditions, my anxiety, my shyness, and to be able to manifest what I consider to be. A abundant, an abundant life, full of experiences, things, and people that I love and that I am very passionate about. You know, I've manifested the love of my life, my twin flame, and so many different things that I was told was impossible, or you know, that people seem to struggle to to, do, to achieve or to experience. I've been able to seemingly effortlessly, you know, and I'm not exaggerating when I say this, but it, it does feel effortless. These things tend to gravitate towards me in a almost magical way but when it, when you understand the principles that i'm going to share in a second it really isn't a mystery at all these things you know they follow an order they follow a system of behavior that you know anybody can learn when you learn how these things work and what what you have to do to actually get these experiences things and situations and people to come towards you it becomes very easy you know almost almost too easy you, you almost feel like oh well, it, that's it you know that's just, that's the secret but it really is that simple when you understand how things work. I've also been able to kind of travel the world uh, at a very young age, you know, without needing to worry about working for somebody else or, you know, saving up or anything. The the experiences just happened effortlessly and I was able to essentially travel however long I wanted, wherever I wanted, and do the things that I wanted to do with my time. And now I'm essentially in a position wh- where I can do anything I want with my time, the income that I have generated is completely passive. I don't need to work. And in fact, some weeks or some months, I even go several months without doing anything uh, in the work situation, except just, you know, learning, reading, exercising, hiking, and collecting ideas that I'm gonna then share in my videos. But the point I'm, you know, making here, the reason I'm telling you all of this is that it's possible for anyone. And there's no, you know, there's no huge kind of barrier to entry I mean, I guess you could say in a way, you know, uh, people kind of born in the Western world um, compared to, let's say, the third world are more lucky, as it were. But even that can be disproved. And, you know, there are exceptions to all of that stuff. And I truly believe that everybody, you know, especially if you're watching this, you have a computer or a phone, you have an internet connection. It is possible for you. Anything that I've just, just described is possible for you. And that's really the whole point of this video is that anyone can do this. Anyone can do it. And you might be thinking, okay, well, I've tried this stuff. I've tried, you know, meditating, I've tried manifestation, I've tried reading, I've tried, let's say, starting a business, exercising, whatever, right? The chances are, yes, you ha- you might have tried one or two things, but you're by missing a, one or two key details and by missing the structure, and, and really it goes down to the foundational concept of how reality works and how you can interface with reality, you know? If you think of this like a game, you need to learn the controls of the game and you need to learn the codes, you need to learn the sequence of movements that enable you to communicate with the game and get what you want in the game. It's exactly the same as that, literally. You just need to learn how, what inputs you need to have, what you need to do as such, or what you need to think, what you need to say to get back from the game of life, the experiences, things, people, situations that you want to have. It's literally as simple as that and anybody can do this, but the chances are, if you're you you know you're watching this and you've been struggling, there are a few things you've m- maybe been missing, or maybe you've been focusing on one or two things without seeing kind of the bigger picture. And that's really the important thing I want to drive home with this. I have dedicated almost a decade to figuring out the bigger picture. It's so easy in personal growth, in spirituality, and really in any area of study to get lost in one particular area of the study. You know, you will get lost so easily into one specific, refined, narrow-minded field without seeing the bigger picture and without connecting all of the dots and understanding how everything interrelates and connects with each other. So easy to do that. You could literally spend your whole life studying one particular aspect of meditation or one particular workout routine or one particular way of visualizing something, but you will then miss everything else. You won't see the bigger picture and you'll be, blinded almost by the level of detail that you're going into on one particular thing and you'll miss everything else you won't see the bigger picture and it you know it will feel like a struggle to you you need to have you need essentially I like to say you you need to have a small amount of knowledge in a large amount of areas compared to a large amount of knowledge in one particular area it's much better to be a jack of all trades than a master of one trade in my opinion and that's actually one of the reasons I got literally uh, a tattoo of the Jack, indicating that I like to be a Jack of all trades. Very, th- there's a very important reason why I think that and I'll get onto that later. Right, so let's just get into it. That was quite a long intro, wasn't it? And, uh, <laughs> but I really just wanted to set the scene and explain why you should watch this video essentially. So this, the first step or the first stage is your inner game. The foundations that we will call your, uh, your intentions, desires, beliefs, mindset, and affirmations make up your inner game because it's happening, you could say within you, Although, as I'll get onto later, it's not really within you, it's actually everywhere. But in terms of how it will feel to you, it will feel like your inner game. So your mindset, the things you think, and your beliefs. So first, and you know, if you do wanna watch um, more detail about this, I will explain how you can do that at the end of this video. But you really need to grasp the concept, the idea that you are not just your mind. Your mind, your ego, and even your body are not who you are. They are essentially a small tool You know, like an avatar or a character that you play in this experience or illusion of life that you can use to experience the things you want to do. They are not you. You are essentially your soul and beyond that your spirit. And then through those two things come your consciousness, which then inhabits, like a video game character, your mind and your body. So many people get identified with their bodies and their minds. And this is why people in general are so much in the victim mindset because they think this is all there is. They think this body, this mind, this is me. Well, it's really not you at all. It's just a character you're playing. So you really need to understand that way before we get into the other stuff and you learn how to manipulate reality, attract abundance and let's say hack the matrix, right? You are not your mind and you are not your body. These things belong to you, but they are not, they don't define you, okay? Okay. So the next stage, in my opinion, is that you need to figure out why you are here. What do you want to do in this life? The reason this is coming first, before I explain how to do it, because, is because the why will drive you to achieve the how, if that makes sense. You need to know why you're doing something in order to actually do it. Because otherwise, what's the point, right? If you, if you just think, oh, I, I wanna, I don't know, make some money, you know, or, or you just want to get a six pack, Or feel more energy you need to understand why you want those things because if they are just pointless desires based on the media or based on what you think you should want you it's gonna be a struggle and you're not gonna put in the work or you're not gonna truly believe that you can have them because there's no purpose or reason behind them you know so try and just take a moment now to think about why you might be here what is your purpose here and when you are gone when, you're, when this body and mind has let's say died and your consciousness has gone on to the next place what do you want to leave behind? What's your legacy going to be? What do you want other people to say about you when you're gone? And if you start from that point and kind of work backwards you it becomes very easy to do the things you need to do but you need to think about that legacy. Why are you here? What do you want people to remember you as? You know. So then the next stage of that is that you would, so you, let's say you have a vague idea about, okay, I want to be remembered for certain qualities, like being kind or being courageous, being brave or being generous, whatever the things you want to be remembered for are. Now take it one step further and imagine if you could design your life literally like a video game or a virtual reality experience. And it basically is those it is those things, and as I will get onto later. But if you could design your life from scratch, almost like you're building out a level on Minecraft or The Sims or whatever you know, an analogy you wanna use, how would your life look? What would it look like? Okay, so you might say something like, okay, well, I would you know, have a nice big house and I would live near the beach, or you know, I'd have this nice circle of friends who inspire me and we do exciting things together and whatever the case is, right? Or you might say, I wanna be the best musician in my field. I want to be like a super talented, skillful violin player. And then start to think really in depth about, okay, so I'm this talented violin player, I have this big house on the beach, what do I do with my time? So I wake up in the morning on an average day in my dream life, so how do I spend my time? And you you might say, okay, well I would have like an organic fruit smoothie, maybe, you would walk out onto your patio, enjoy the sun coming down, maybe you'd do some stretching or some yoga, I don't know, right? Maybe you'd go in the sauna, maybe you'd go for an ocean swim, do a little bit of meditation or, you know, or maybe not, maybe you would play a, play some games, go for a cycle ride or go to a martial arts class, go and have breakfast on, you know, in the town. Really think about what your life would be. and then And then you might say, okay, well, then I would maybe I would have a performance or I'd go go and practice the violin or I would go and network or meet with other violin players or I would read a book. Really think about if you could do anything, what would you do with your life? How would your life look? And really try and go past the ego-based desires with this because I know when you first do this, when I first did this, uh, this exercise, you know, I, I like everyone else. I thought, okay, well, I need a big house. You know, I probably need lots of money. I probably need you know I don't want to have a job but I didn't know what it was that I wanted I just knew what I didn't want I know I knew I didn't want to work for somebody else and that's fine but you need to fill that space with something you need to have a purpose something, like something you're going to do with your time even if you know right now all you want to do is just have money so you don't have to worry about bills because that gets old very quickly you need to have You know, once your basic needs are covered, and once you don't need to work for somebody else, you then have to ask yourself the question, well, what now? Now what do I do? So try and think more about that in detail. And then once you've thought about that, and you maybe have a much clearer picture of who you want to be, essentially, the type of person you want to be, and you have an idea of like an average day in your perfect life. And by the way, it doesn't matter if it's something like, wake up, go to the gym, read a book, exercise, go and socialise with friends and then maybe book a trip. That's fine, okay? Uh, But after a while you will have, you probably will have the desire to share your experiences, to teach something or to leave some kind of legacy. Maybe you'll try and push yourself. Let's say if you go to the gym, okay, and you're doing climbing exercises or something, you will eventually have this desire to push yourself to maybe be a better climber. Maybe you'll even enter a competition, and maybe then that will lead to you competing and becoming like a professional climber, let's say. And the same with a violin player, right? It starts off as you just love playing the violin. If you had all the time in the world to practice the violin, eventually you'd be pretty good at the violin. And then that would lead to you thinking, well, what else can I do with it? Maybe you then compose your own songs, and then straight away you've left you've created a legacy. So even if the thing that you want to do sounds like, you know, just enjoying yourself or, you know, slacking off or whatever um, description you want to give it, it will eventually lead to a legacy because if you enjoy doing it, the chances are you will become good at it and then that can lead to many opportunities. Even if you just like playing video games, right, there are many YouTubers, I'm not going to give any specific names, but there are many YouTubers who their full-time thing, their income, their job, their, you know, purpose in life is to play video games really well and to share those video games on their channels. And, you know, some of the most successful YouTubers are gamers. So there is literally no limit to what you can do. Anything you enjoy doing, within a reason, right, as long as it doesn't harm others or it's some weird thing, usually you can find a way to turn that into your purpose, your income, but more importantly, your legacy, the thing you're here for. Okay, so I'm waffling on a bit with that. So what do you do with that? Okay, so you've got this idea about who you want to be, how your life is going to look in, an, in your ideal situation, Now you need to materialize it. And what I mean by that, you need to create a vision board. You need to go onto, let's say, Pinterest or Instagram, Google images, whatever, and you need to find a whole selection of images that describe and depict your ultimate life. And specifically, you need to find images that invoke strong emotions. It's no good just having a picture of a mansion. It needs to be a mansion that makes you feel something inside you. You need to feel emotions when you look at these pictures. You need to feel something strong within you. It's no good just saying like, oh, that's quite a nice mansion, but yeah, I don't really like the patio or you know, that'll do. No, you need it needs to be the perfect kind of visual description of what you want. Ideally, it would be exactly what you want, but you know, it's easier said than done. So just to start with, just create a, a vision board, essentially of the things, experiences and Images that will that show the type of person you want to be and I know that's easier said than done It's easy to find the images of the house, you know of the cars if you want fancy cars or something It's a bit harder to find images that describe or show a quality Or a trait that you want to have but it is possible Let's say if you want to be kind you could find an image of somebody giving out food let's say And then that would give you the emotion of kindness or if you want to be I don't know strong You can find an image of somebody with big muscles or something like that. So try and create this vision board based around your ultimate life. And then you need to be looking at it regularly. Now, the students of my superhuman optimization program are killing it with this. They really find this helps them a lot because it really helps to solidify what you want and start to kind of manifest and and, uh, materialize that in your real life. When you can physically see something your mind and your subconscious mind and then beyond that your you know higher self and the different things that interact here they have something to look at and have something to work towards or they have something to calibrate you towards if you have something physical to look at okay so to summarize the first stage you have your inner game so you have your legacy the purpose the reason you're here you have a kind of a um, more clear idea about who you want to be and the type of life you want to live what you would do with your time and you have a vision board okay Next step, stage two, is what I call closing the loops. And this is a really important one, but you can't do this before you've done the first one, okay? So promise me you won't do that. Okay, so there are various things, beliefs, people, situations, even objects that weigh on our mind subconsciously and take away parts of our willpower. They chip away at your willpower. You may have heard CEO interviews or billionaire interviews and they say, especially, you know, the high-level people, they'll say that they like to reduce the number of decisions they have to make every day even if it means something like wearing the same clothes every day or eating the same meals every day. They, don't, they, they know the effect that having to make all those decisions every day has on their willpower. Each decision chips away at your willpower until eventually you have nothing left to give and you can't do anything. You, you're burned out let's say or you don't, you don't have the willpower to do things. So, anything you can do to close these loops, to stop thinking about these things, is going to massively help you. Like, I would, this is why this is this stage two, because this is more important than the f- techniques, concepts and exercises that I'll get onto on stage three. You need to close your loops. What do I mean by closing your loops? Uh, so, firstly, take out a pen and paper and write down all of the things that in any way annoy you, make you feel depleted, make you feel you know, tired, irritated, confused, or distracted. And at first, you you won't probably be able to think of anything, but then if you really sit with it for a few minutes, you will find lots of things. Anything that irritates you, distracts you, or takes away your energy. Things like, let's say uh, you have a leaky tap, and the noise is in the background, it's kind of annoying, but you forget about it. Like, no, close that loop, write it down. Um, Another thing, you know, let's say if you find for some reason, that every time you hang out with a certain person, you feel drained, annoyed, irritated, or sad. Write it down, because that's a loop you need to close, and I'll get onto that in a second. If you have been putting off that little task or that chore for several months, that's a loop. That's an open loop that is just, although you don't think about it every day, it is there, and it is in your subconscious mind, chipping away at your willpower and taking away your mental energy even if you don't think it is, it is. Okay, so you've written down these kind of open loops, these things that are annoying you. And by the way, it can even be something as big as a boss you don't like working with or a coworker that you find annoying or a job you don't like. In fact, it's even more important if it's a big thing because that's taking away a huge amount of your willpower and your energy, especially a job you don't like. And as I'll get onto maybe in another training, you don't have to work jobs you don't like. Life is, you know, not for that. Life is for you to create an experience you want, and then enjoy that experience, and have some learning along the way, some different lessons. But you don't have to work a job you don't like. Nobody does. It's a choice. And I know that's very, um, that's very controversial to say that because you'll say, well, I need the job to pay the bills, and you know, I need money to pay the bills. And I, if I lose the job or if I quit the job, I don't have the money to pay the bills. And you find yourself in this kind of trap, and it literally is a trap. That doesn't have to be your reality. There are many ways out of that trap, and you just have to start by saying, I don't want to be in this trap anymore. I don't want to work a job I don't like. We'll get onto that later, okay? Right, so going along with the first thing, you know, the list of the open loops, you need to write down a list of people you, after you spend time with them, you feel good, and people who you feel bad after you spend time with them. This is very important, and it might be, surprising the answers you write down here there might be people that you think you are really close friends with but when you really think about it you feel worse after you hang out with them you feel drained you feel depressed sad irritated or even just tired this is important you need to write these things down and the goal here is to spend more time with the people that make you feel good and less time with the people that make you feel bad when you say it like that, it sounds like a no-brainer. Why would you want to spend t- more time with people who make you feel worse? But you will be surprised how many people do this without realizing, because they are operating from the belief that, you know, let's say if you have an old childhood friend or whatever, someone you spent a lot of time with, someone you know very well, because you know them so well, they're so familiar, it's so easy to hang out with them, even if they make you feel worse. Whereas somebody you don't know that well, but makes you feel better, it's more of an effort because you don't know them that well, they're not familiar and, you know, it's easier to just say, well, I'll just hang out with my old school, school uh, friend, my old childhood friend, whatever. That's not what you should be doing. If they make you feel worse, they're not a vibrational match and you should be spending less time with them because they're, they're literally holding and dragging you down vibrationally compared to somebody who's right lifting you up, let's say. Now, I don't mean cut them out completely, I just mean spend less time with them. Spend less time with the people who make you feel worse, more time with the people who make you feel better. Don't just do one of these things, you need to do both. You need to be balancing it out, okay. Next stage, and this is where things start to get fun. You need to schedule or plan more activities that you enjoy doing. And I know this sounds kind of like straightforward or even obvious, but you'd be surprised how many people don't do this. People who who have a hobby, let's say, but they never do it because they say, oh, well, I need to, you know, I don't have time for that. I've got to do my, I've got to do my chores. I've got to watch TV. You know, you get distracted or drawn into a, net, uh, like a binge series on TV or something, and you don't have time to do the things you actually enjoy doing. And instead, you just do the things that distract you. So try and schedule now more things that you enjoy doing. And specifically, you're, tr- you're gonna, the goal is to, do activities with other people that you enjoy doing so let's say if you enjoy reading books join a book club where you all enjoy reading books and then suddenly you're surrounding yourself with people who like the same things as you do and the, this alone will change your life because we are literally the average of the five people we spend the most time with if you love let's say climbing but you never spend any time with climbers going to be very hard for you to grow compared to if you hang out with a group of climbers every week let's say same thing if you want to improve yourself or get stronger exercise or even just become happier if you're spending time with people who are also depressed and who are also not high vibe not positive not inspired and motivated it's almost impossible to change it's almost impossible you need to be spending time with the people who are doing the things you want to do or being the things you want to be in in terms of like, um, you know, their mindset, their emotional state, how they feel and what they do with their time. You need to be spending time with people who are doing that, who are going to bring, who are going to literally drag you or lift you to that level as opposed to keeping you down at the lower level. And you see this all the time in every area of life. You see people... Let's say a group of friends. Within, within a, a margin of you know a, a small amount, those friend, those group of friends will earn roughly the same amount of money. They will feel roughly the same. They will, you know, do roughly the same things. And then if you take another group of people who are up here, let's say they're doing, their business owners or they're you know pushing out in their life. They're trying to achieve an, um, you know. Improve themselves, you will find they are also very similar to each other. They are also ambitious. They probably have the same morning routines. They probably, you know, have the same focus on exercise and sleep and the diet. And, you know, you find people flock together, birds of a feather flock together, and you become the average of that group. So, all I'm saying for this stage is decide consciously what group you want to be part of and then become part of that group. Join the clubs, join the meetups go to the you know meeting or the, or the or the lesson whatever next loop that you need to close and this is a powerful one especially in the last few years media music and the news if you don't know already these are very bad negative sources of information and the media especially is constant lies propaganda negativity fear based narratives control and manipulation it's just All it is doing is just trying to keep you scared, afraid, small, and closed-minded. Literally, without fail. Like there's maybe a few tiny exceptions, but they're not really news channels. They're, you know, YouTubers or influencers. Cut it out. Literally, just stop. Decide now to stop having that enter your reality. Don't watch the news. Don't listen to the, especially the radio. Don't listen to the radio. It's not necessary. It's a choice. With music, especially if you are into the most popular music, the chances are it has negative messages, especially rap, especially things like hip hop. You know, I know it sounds crazy when I I say it like this. You might think like, well, of course, you know, I like rap, I like hip hop. It's the music I like listening to. But okay, yes, it has catchy tunes and it has catchy melodies and hooks. Sounds good, but what are the words saying? The actual messages that enter your subconscious mind, what are they saying? In many cases, especially with rap, the messages are, you're poor, I'm rich, in terms of like the rapper, Um, there's lots of violence, you should be scared, life is all about just accumulating money, possessions, girls, cars, watches, and you should focus on that, and there's a lot of violence and negativity, and that's it. You know, if you look at the vast majority of rap songs, that is the message, essentially. It's like violence, you should be focusing on money. When you have money, you'll be happy, and you should accumulate possessions and material wealth. Completely the opposite of what is proven to make you happy and fulfilled, and yet that's the constant message that they are pumping into your minds through this music. Yes, it might sound good, but it's not giving you a positive message. So yeah, and now, so now in terms of what else can you do? Okay, so social media. It's been proven without a doubt that the more time you spend on social media the less healthy you are mentally in terms of your mental health like anxiety depression stress fear you know the more the more time spent on social media directly correlates with your mental health the lower your mental health becomes so just cut it out either completely cut it out or reduce your time mechanically so there's a plug-in you can get for your computer it affects all of your browsers and it's called Cold Turkey Blocker. I will put links in somewhere. And what you can do is you can set mechanical limits, things that you cannot override. So you can say, right, I wanna spend 20 minutes maximum per day on let's say Instagram or YouTube or whatever it is, Twitter especially. And you set this limit and then you can set a timer of like when you want it to expire and there's no overriding that, there's no changing that. You are locked in and the most time you can spend is 20 minutes very powerful i use this you know myself every day it's free there is a paid version i would highly recommend that so cut out negative media anything within reason you know in the mainstream media you should not be listening to it's nonsense fear-based propaganda and almost all of it is lies anyway if you are listening to negative music like hip-hop and rap it's fine you know obviously it's hard to just change your music taste if that's what you like listening to but at least be cognizant of the messages. At least be aware of the messages they are sending you. What are the lyrics saying? Are they positive or negative? Are they helping you or are they dragging you down, keeping you scared, keeping you focused on the wrong things? And if you're not sure, just pull up the lyrics to one of your favourite songs and really read the lyrics and think, okay, this—if this if this is a letter to myself, a message that I'm reading out, is it a good message or a bad message? What is it telling me? I hope you're enjoying the podcast episode so far. I just wanted to let you know that you can get free resources, tutorials, guides, show notes, and all kinds of extra bonuses if you go to astralhq.com forward slash podcast. Okay, next thing, and this is still under the second stage of closing your loops, right? So minimalism. You may have heard of this concept before. Basically, what it means is that you should not own or have in your house things you don't love or use or need clutter, right? Things you just don't need. So I go through and decide, you know, is this item something I I need or love or use, or is it just absolute nonsense that I'm keeping for no reason? Because and so you might be wondering, okay, why? Why do I care about that? If you keep items in your house that you don't need, that's just clutter. It literally takes up a space in your brain. And I know this might sound crazy, but it literally has been shown that these things take up a space in your brain. When you when you have your Um, your schema, right? Your psychological blueprint of your room, let's say. If it's full with junk, that is literally occupying space in your brain that could be used for something else. And when you compare that to a minimalist um, setup, you know, like I don't know if you've seen in uh, most of the rooms I film in, there's almost nothing here. It's so minimalist. It's literally like, let me show you. Literally nothing here, no clutter. nothing that I don't use love or need and as a result my mind is so so uncluttered and focused that I have almost no distractions it's very powerful and when you do this you will notice a huge difference even if you don't throw away these things or sell these things you don't need at least hide them so that you don't see them every day so they don't distract you and constantly you know clutter up your brain and you know your thought space essentially Okay, so we're gonna get on to stage three in just a second, but I really want to let you know if you want to go deeper with this stuff, if you if this is interesting to you and you're wondering, like, okay, well how do I I want an action plan, I want a step-by-step method of how to do this, and I want to learn more, I have a program called the Superhuman Optimization System. This is so concise, detailed, interesting, and powerful, and this will show you exactly how to do this stuff step by step. You know, it summarizes ancient knowledge, it's almost like a version of spiritual what I call spiritual biohacking using proven techniques and methods from all around the world, from quantum mechanics, from science, physics, biology, and ancient knowledge, combining them with spirituality, like the metaphysical side of things, the more spiritual and kind of ethereal aspects of reality, combines them into one system, and it's so powerful. You know, everything I teach here is in the course, plus lots, lots more, and in more detail. So there is a button, if you just scroll down, you'll find a link or a button to check the program out, the superhuman program, I highly recommend it. And it's, it's essentially my best work is in that program. There's also a private community where you can network with other people doing the same thing. So people that are going through the same program, you can ask each other questions, you can share experiences. It's really powerful. And I'm also in there to answer your questions. There's also gonna be you know like all kinds of stuff in there. So go and check that out. The link or button is down below. Okay, so stage three. This is what I call the non-negotiables. This is where we get onto some actionable exercises, things you can actually do that will make a huge difference. Now these, in this in this particular stage, we're talking about rules or things you can do, exercises you can do that are based in hard, solid evidence and science. Things that are so clearly beneficial that it's what I call non-negotiable and it's a no-brainer. It's a low-hanging fruit. You should just do these things because it's so clear that they make a big difference to you. And they're also so easy to do. So the first one is to walk seven to 10,000 steps every day. And you might be thinking that sounds like a lot. Well, it depends how active you are as like your baseline. But even if you you sit down all day and don't move, and then you just do one walk a day to get the, the steps in, it only takes roughly 45 minutes to an hour if you're walking fast. So what you can do is just put on a podcast, put on even the audio of this video or something like that, um, or listen to my podcast even, <laughs> um, you can just put on an, an audio of something you want to learn, uh, go on the podcast and, sorry, go on the walk, I mean, and listen to the podcast, and there you go. You're getting two things in one. You're getting sun more, more than two things, actually. You're getting sunshine, fresh air, steps, exercise, and learning, all in one. Another way you could do it is if you is, let's say if you have lots of phone calls, you could go on a walk and listen and uh, make a phone call. Talk to an old friend. Talk to someone you want to spend more time with or talk to whatever, right? Just find a way to get the steps in every single day. And there's different ways you can track this. I use an aura ring. Um, You can use your phone, fitness tracker, Fitbit, whatever. And it's been shown that 10,000 steps or between five and 10,000 steps make a huge difference to your longevity, your health, your stress, your immune system, literally everything, okay? Next step is to meditate every day. I've spoken about this before it's one of the most powerful hacks or biohacks or exercises you can do it's so easy because essentially you're just sitting there doing nothing there's nothing you need to do as such all you need to do is just not do so sit there close down your mind and just try not to have any thoughts if you do have any thoughts just let them pass away just you know observe them without interacting with them and what i would say with meditation it's more important that you do it than that you do it for a long time so Try and just set a goal of one minute a day. 60 seconds meditation a day. Everybody can do that. It's easy and what you'll find is that once you're actually doing it, it's easy to just continue and do it for a few more minutes. And then you can slowly work up to about 10 or 20 minutes a day, which should be your goal. Next is to sleep for eight hours a day. Even if you don't like sleeping or even if you are one of those lucky people who tell themselves, oh, I don't need eight hours. The chances are you do need eight hours unless you're literally one of like 1% of the population who can function long-term healthily on less than eight hours the chances are if you are human if you are watching this with human eyes you need eight hours of sleep so that's why it's non-negotiable for me my performance stress levels emotions strength immune system everything is better when I sleep eight hours or more don't oversleep that's also a problem but try and get at least eight hours of sleep Next is to drink two liters or more of water every day, and specifically filtered water because they are now pumping the, you know, tap water full of fluoride, which is a neurotoxin. It's a poison. It you know blocks your pineal gland. It causes neurodegenerative disorders, and who knows what else, right? It's a poison. So don't drink tap water. Filter it with a gravity filter like a Berkey or a you know specific um, filter like maybe even a Kangen filter or something like that and don't drink fluoridated water another one again this should go without saying but no smoking no drinking alcohol and no negative people no no uh, drama queens no you know people involved in crime or negative gossip or drama or none of that stuff cut it out okay you know it's not good for you you know it's not helping you so why wait any longer why? Why wait any longer? Literally, just cut it out today. Decide that from this moment on, who cares if they say it's difficult to give up smoking? Who cares if I, you know, if I try and convince myself, oh well, I'll just have you know the odd drink here and there. No, just just stop it. Just cut it out. I know it's going to be tough, um, but it's important. It's for your best interest, literally. So don't waste any time with that. Next is to have only positive sources of information and content entering your consciousness. No no media, no mainstream media, no radio, no gossip shows, no talk shows, none of that. Only positive things. Interviews from people who are doing the things you want to do, who are living the life you want to live, and who have the same kind of beliefs and uh, ideas that you want to have yourself. No negativity, only positivity. And alongside that you should probably consider And this, again, this is controversial because the chances are, if you watch these things, if you listen to these things, you like them, right? But things like horror movies, things like negative rap music, like I spoke about before, I know that it's sometimes enjoyable, you know, on the surface level. In terms of your conscious mind, it's enjoyable, you've learned to appreciate these things. But I can promise you that psychologically and in terms of your mental and vibrational state it is not doing you any good you know how can it be because it's, it's negative it's like desensitizing to violence um, pumping your subconscious mind with ideas of fear violence you know aggression all of the negative traits of humanity and it is making a big difference to you even if you don't think it is I promise you it is and like I said I've summarized I've studied this for a, almost a decade I've really gone into de- into detail on this stuff it does make a difference okay next thing if you have negative thoughts which you know we all do from time to time if you have negative thoughts try and catch them try and recognize oh no nope, stop that's a negative thought that's something i don't want to experience and then kind of try and replace that with something else try and go go for a run go and jump in a cold shower go and you know do do something else to break the loop it's really just about breaking the loop and changing the patterns here. You've, at this point, kind of built up these patterns. And neuro- neurologically, in terms of like the way your neurons fire in your brain, they your neurons have wired together. You may have heard the expression, neurons that fire together will wire together. If you constantly do the same thing, the same patterns and the same reactions, again and again, they will become fused together so that it's like a default pathway. You know, you get stressed, get depressed, get fearful, boom. You go and listen to negative music that makes you feel the same, or you go and complain, you gossip, or you go and watch a horror movie, or whatever it is. You've got these patterns that you need to break because the pattern should be you get fearful or depressed, get triggered, get sad, or someone annoys you. You recognize that and you decide consciously, how do I want to react to this? Do I w-? Okay, so I've acknowledged this this trigger has happened. How do I want to react? The chances are you don't want to stay in that state. You don't want to remain fearful and angry and stressed. So decide consciously, okay, so how am I going to take this stimuli, stimulus, I should say, and turn it into something I want? Uh, This is like one of the basic um, concepts of transmutation. Because you can use this with any energy that comes in, even sexual energy, right? You can take this energy and, and transform it into something else. Uh, But you need to consciously consciously decide, okay, so I'm going to take this energy, this negative thought or whatever, turn it into something else. Even if it's something as simple as just jumping on the ground and doing some press-ups, anything else except your normal pattern of, you know, um, accelerating the fear and the negativity, turn it into something positive. So some examples of what you can do as a replacement, squats, press-ups, go for a run, go for a jog. Do some bouncing if you have a rebounder or if even if you don't, just jump up and down. <laughs> Literally, that makes a big difference. Dance. Journal. You know, write down your feelings and emotions and then just let them go. So many different things you can do um, instead of just feeling that emotion and then whatever. Okay. Okay, so that's stage three. And what I would recommend you do is to keep a journal. Not a journal, sorry. Um, well, you should keep a journal, actually. But you should also keep like a checklist of the days so that every day that goes by that you're following this, you check off and any day where you fail, it's not really a failure, but any day where you, uh, let's say, don't achieve these things, you put a little dot and maybe you can write a note like, you know, I uh, watched something I shouldn't have watched or I, I um, smoked, whatever your mistake was, let's say. You write it down and then you can visually see how you're doing and like where you're going wrong, where you're going right. Okay, so really in stage three, it was more like the hardware inputs. If you take in, in, terms of a programming analogy, the, the stage three is like the physical, tangible things you do that are what I call non-negotiables, right? So the, the hardware. In stage four now, we're gonna look at the software inputs. So this is going back again to the inner game, to your mind, your beliefs, your conscious uh, affirmations and, attract- and things you're creating within you. Okay, so this is as in addition to joining the clubs, joining the uh, meetups that physically will get you in the room with the same people that you want to be with. This is more about the inner stuff. So now you're going to create a list, a bookmarks list or a playlist of the people, channels, influencers and interviews that inspire you. This can be a list of people, it can be a list of channels, um, or it can really even just be a list of people to follow on Instagram or whatever. Right? Ideally you would not use Instagram and instead you would just follow or listen to people on YouTube or like the podcast or something. In addition to this, you should reach out every day to at least one person, one, let's say, influencer or, or um, channel that inspires you and just reach out, send a message to them, like a literally um, type out a message saying, hey, I, I love your stuff, just wanted to say you're, you're helping me out or I'd love to connect with you and talk about this stuff, I'm passionate about this topic, I'd love to talk with you. Even if they don't reply, even if you never get any responses, it's getting you in the mindset of you put, put forth an input and the universe gives you an output. So in this case you message or you put forth energy to the type of person you want to interact with and the universe will acknowledge that and give you an output. Now it might not always be a response but you will gain something. You will gain at least a little bit of confidence. Maybe you, it breaks down the barrier like, oh, it's not actually that difficult to reach out to these people. And especially if you get a reply, especially if you if somebody uh, takes the time to reply to you, that will do huge things for your confidence and your mindset will shift. Suddenly you'll, be, you'll just realize, oh, these are just people. These are just other human beings like me. And there's really no difference between us except they've figured out how to interact with reality in the way that you're learning now. And that's it. They've, de- they've, they've decided what they want to experience in their life. And I'm now learning how to do the same. But there's really no difference between us. You know, you can message people and they might respond back to you. Now, of course, you know, depending on how influential or busy they are, you might not always, you might not always get a response. But sometimes you will. And especially if they are less busy or they don't have as much of a following. Um, Let's say if you're a violin player, (laughs) again, going back to this random example of a violin player, Um, and you you reach out or message a violin player that you really like, there's a chance they'll message back to you. And there's a small chance that they will become a contact. You know, maybe you'll even have a call with them or you'll, you'll find that you really vibe or you really connect with them and then suddenly you have a contact, somebody that might become a friend even, who will lift you up, who is doing something you want to do, who, but just by knowing them, just by talking to them, you will become raised up or dragged up to their level. Okay, so print out your vision board as well. Look at it daily and really just internalize that, uh, the emotions associated with the vision board. Try and feel the emotions that you will feel when you have that life. Now, this is really important, but I don't know a better way of explaining it really. You need to, you don't want to be in a state of desire or lack. You don't want to be think, when you do this visualization, you don't want to be thinking like, oh, if only I had that house, I'd be happy. If only I had, you know, this level of skill, this network, this car. That's the opposite of what you want to do. You need to be happy now. You need to to essentially be the person that would have those things, and then the things will come to the person. Yeah, I think that's the best way I have to explain it. You need to first be in a on a vibrational level, act like almost like you're pretending in a way, but you're not really pretending because when you if you keep doing it, it becomes you. You become that person. So just to kind of decide now from this po- uh, moment on to be that person who would have those things. And then that's where the effortless part comes in, because when you are that person, the things they would have come to you. You don't have to chase them, they literally just come to you. And I know when I say this, it sounds like, oh, it's too good to be true. That can't happen. Um, it literally works like that. Like I've, I'm a living example of how this works. Um, and I know many others are as well. Anyone who realizes this, they, ha- they happily share this almost like it's a secret, but it's not really a secret, okay? So just become, be, try and become the person who, on, on the inside, in terms of your beliefs, the way you think, the way you talk and the way you act, all of the things that you can control, there's no excuse. All of those things I mentioned, you can control. You, know, you don't have to wait for anything. You don't have to wait for your, you know, to walk into your mansion or to be handed loads of money or whatever it is, or, you know, you don't have to wait for that. All of those things I mentioned, your thoughts, beliefs, actions and habits, you control now. And that's why it's so effortless, because all you need to do is change those things, which you can change, and then the things that person would have will come to you effortlessly. It might not be instant, but it will happen. Alongside that, you should write down a list of what I call affirmations, or what everybody calls affirmations, really. I mean, they're quite well-known, they're globally uh, recognized. Affirmation is essentially a statement that you want to be true. The key difference with what I'm suggesting is that you need to write these statements as if they are true. So don't write, I will become something, I will become successful, write, I am successful. And then spe- write down specifically how or why you are successful, like write down, I am successful because I share my knowledge on how to get a six pack. Or, you know, I, I, I am experiencing a life where I have passive income and where I can travel wherever I want to. I, I very rarely get stressed or depressed or sad or angry you're writing it in the present sense, the, the present tense, as if it's happening now. And after a while, especially if you do those other things, the non-negotiable stuff, you know, the stuff before the vision board and everything, if you do that, and if you keep saying these affirmations and you you do change your habits, you do all of the things I mentioned so far in the video, It's no, there's no doubt about it, you will become that person. And then when you are that person, the things they want, like I said, will come to you. The big mistake with this stuff, the huge mistake people make, is they have a goal, let's say a big house. Let's say they want to get an eight pack or whatever it is. I'm just thinking of random goals here, okay? Um, And they assume that when they get those things, they will feel a certain emotion. They'll feel or be a certain person when they get those things. The truth is you've gotta be that person first and then the things will come to you. And a, a, a really powerful way of proving this, of showing you directly how this works, your life right now the things you have, the person you are, and you know what's, what's around you, the people you have in your life, even the tangible things you have in your life, the situations and where you live and everything like that, all of these things are a direct mirror of who you are, of you as a person now. These things are the mirror of that. And it's quite hard to say, it's quite hard to admit that because if you're in a tough spot, you know, if you're in a situation you don't like, if you're struggling, it's hard to admit that this is a mirror of you on the in, on you know the inside, because then you have to admit that you're it it's your fault almost. It's you're responsible in a way for your reality, and that's very hard to admit. But it is at the same time very liberating to admit that because if you admit that you're responsible for it, then what does that mean? Well, that means that actually you can change it you can decide to create something different and this is where a lot of people get stuck they before they even start they get stuck on this point where they think oh well these things are just happening to me instead of instead of thinking these things are reflecting who i am and how you know who i'm being at this point in time yeah so it's a tough one to internalize and and understand but once you do understand it it things will just click for you and almost instantaneously you will realise, hold on a second, I'm doing this. All of these thought patterns, whatever it is, the depression, the anxiety, the stress, even the financial lack, whatever the, the problem on the surface level is, is something you are creating by your internal state. And again, this is all things you can change. And this is not just me saying this. If you listen to any successful interview, any person, Um, Will Smith is an example, right? He said, you know, one day he just sat down and he was struggling. He was in whatever. He was depressed. He was broke and all all of the stuff. He sat down and decided, okay, this is how it's going to be. And from this moment on, I will be a different person. I'm going to be this person and my life will be like this. And he just, you know, just wrote out exactly how it was going to be. And he made the decision and it's almost, almost instantly, right? It obviously wasn't the next day, but almost instantly, uh, things changed, he created something different. And there's so many stories like this, literally every successful person has one of these stories and they're really quite interesting and inspiring to hear. But the truth is you are creating this and if you don't like what you've created, you can create something different. So yeah, the affirmations are important. There are affirmations, what I consider the most effective ones in the superhuman program, which if you haven't checked it out, go to scroll down and have a look at it. Okay, so what else can you do? So you need to be writing down your yearly goals and your life goals. So write down first, start with the life goals, okay? So start with the big, massive things that you want to achieve in your life, the things you want to be, and the things you want to do. It might be a bucket list, it might be like, you know, oh, I want to own a mansion, I want to climb to the top of a mountain. Okay, whatever it is. And by the way, just going back to what I said earlier, even that random thing, or the random goal of like, I want to climb to the top of a mountain, you might think, okay, well, I've got to to go to a job. I've got to pay the bills. How am I going to climb a mountain? You know, I'd need to train for it. I'd need to... No, that's an illusion. You you literally can create a business around training for climbing a mountain. And that can become your income. That can become your full-time passion and obsession and job and income. It's literally anything. Like, even something like that, randomly. You can make courses. You could, as you train yourself, you learn how to do these things. You learn how to train for climbing a mountain you network with other mountain climbers you suddenly collect this knowledge and you put together a system or a course or a you make a youtube channel you teach people how to climb mountains like it and and then suddenly that becomes your income and you very quickly realize that anything you want to experience you can create so yeah you write down your goals your yearly your your, sorry your, your lifetime goals the really big things you want to achieve and then your yearly goals the things that you want to do with a definite timeline you know in this year and you print them out somewhere you can see and you look at it every day. In terms of music, um, this is kind of debatable. I would suggest that you listen to upbeat, positive, uh, energetic music, things like liquid summer, liquid bass, trance, things like this, with positive, inspiring vocals, if any, or things like classical music and baroque music, jazz. You know, the things that are gonna make you feel good as opposed to feel bad. Next is belief. And what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna summarize a few key studies that will now help you to believe that it is possible. Because you might be th- you might be completely left brained. You might be thinking, okay, yeah, this is all very well and good. Sounds a bit crazy, sounds a bit impossible. There's no data for this, there's no science to support this. Well, what if I told you there is actually science and there are multiple studies that show in many different ways that we create our own reality, we directly, add DNA, and our consciousness affects things physically, even if they're 200 miles away. Uh, so I'm going to try and insert now a little clip of me talking about these studies. And now in terms of energy absorption, you should really, as I said, be hanging around with people that make you feel good. It should be a mixture of people that that, that are already in your life that make you feel good. And then you should also be reaching even higher to people that are not in your life, reaching out to people you admire, influences, people you that inspire you, reaching out to them going to groups and meetups that have people, you know, that are on your, the vibe you want to be on and uh, trying to spend more time with them. So if you haven't already checked out the Superhuman program, if you want to do that, if this sounds interesting to you, if this has shared things with you that you didn't really know were possible or, you know, maybe something's clicked and you've you've just realised, ah, yes, that makes sense. Maybe that is something that can work for me. Please check out the Superhuman program. I know this will help you. I really do believe in this program. Anything you've seen in this video is in that course and expanded in even more detail with exercises, printable worksheets. There's a a private community where you can interact with people going through the same journey as you. And that's also one of the things I suggest you do is to actually go into communities like that, to talk to, to network with people. Maybe you can become friends with some of the people in this community. And there's no time wasters. There's no kind of people who are just there to... You know kick the tire or just you know waste time it's only people who are going through the program who want to change themselves in exactly the same way as you do and so it's a really powerful program it's kind of like a, a essentially a video course but it has audio downloads pdfs bonuses the community i'm in there constantly answering answering questions and uh, giving extra content and everything like that so you have almost direct access to me and our team if you have any questions if something doesn't make sense and as I said, it comes with you know several bonuses. There's like a, a, a shifting kind of vibrational raising audio pack called Shifting Vibrations, which gives you a tool that you can use when you meditate, when you sleep, when you try and manifest or visualize things. And these are kind of holographically coded with uh, fractal frequencies. So these things will, even if you listen to only a minute or two of them, they will have a big difference on your energetic level and your vibrational level. This is all in there. It's you know, just a free bonus. There's so much more. So if you are interested and in, you would like to become, the reason it's called a superhuman optimization program is because if you do these things, even if you do 10% of these things, right, you're gonna feel like a superhuman compared to the average person. It's gonna feel like to everyone around you, they're gonna see what you're doing and the change and transformation you're having and it will appear like magic to them. They will be talking and they'll be thinking, how did how did he do that? How did she do that? You know, how, how did he or she go from struggling, you know, to the person I knew, and then in just a few months, it's like their entire life has changed. How, how has that happened? Well, that's because most people don't study this stuff. You know, most people try one or two things. Maybe they struggle, they give up. Or, you know, they struggle, try again, give up. The Superhuman course is designed for people who just want to follow a system, get results, and have a transformation quickly. There's no time wasting here. So as you can see in this video, I've tried to keep the fluff to a minimum. The course is like that as well. And there's no nonsense. So go and check it out. Scroll down to the link or the button and you can join the program uh, today. And I'll see you on the other side. So I've got some commonly asked questions about this video, how to raise your vibrations and all of the things I've spoken about in this video. I'm just gonna briefly address these now. So the first question is, can anyone do this? And the answer to that is yes, we are already doing it. Like I said before, the situation and and experience you're having now is something you're already creating. So the only thing that you're really changing is you're becoming aware of the fact that you're creating it and you're deciding to create something different. So holographically, you are already doing this every day and for your entire life. You've already been doing this. You just didn't know it until now where you're gonna decide what you want to create. And this is the key difference. You're gonna become a conscious creator as opposed to an unconscious creator and decide what you want to experience. So you're already doing it. Yes, anyone can do it. So how does the superhuman program go into more detail? Well, each of these areas is broken down into several sub-stages and they have specific exercises and kind of uh, perspectives on this. That summarise ancient knowledge. They link it to quantum meta, uh, mechanics, qu- uh, metaphysics, things like this, and they link these ideas all together and show you very clearly how something works, why it works, and how to do it. And this ha- this applies to everything we've mentioned in this video and so much more. You know, I can't put too much into this video because it would end up being hours long, and there's too many distractions on YouTube. You know, it's easy to just click away to another video. So that's why I've put it into more detail in the superhuman program. So another question is why have I not raised my vibration already? Some people ask this right? Well the chances are you've probably been doing one of these things yourself. And by the way the things I mentioned in this video is really, and I mean this, it's just scratching the surface of what is possible and of what is in my superhuman program. This is really just what I would consider the absolute basics of how this stuff works We haven't even got on to talking about the holographic fractal nature of reality, how each part of the hologram reflects the whole picture, and how the language of the hologram is actually emotional energy, and how you can transmute this energy and use it in these different ways. All of that is in the Superhuman program, but really it comes down to just a few key things, and the chances are you're getting one or two of these things wrong, and that's why why you haven't um, been able to raise your vibrations yet. So what's the best music to listen to? And do binaural beats work? Yes, binaural beats work, and especially things like isochronic tones, healing music, the Schumann resonance, seven point eight three hertz, which is like the—it's been called the signature of the planet, the Earth's frequency. These things are very powerful, but the problem is with YouTube is it downcodes the audio, so it makes the quality worse, and it doesn't sound very different. But in terms of the frequency, the binaural beats, the actual thing that gives you the effect, it is different, and it makes the effect much weaker. So although YouTube Binaural Beats don't sound bad, you know you can still hear them, they still sound pretty good, the effect that they have, the brainwave entrainment effect, is massively diminished. So as I said in the Superhuman program, one of the free bonuses is actually an eight, a, a collection of eight hour um, subliminal Binaural Beats tracks, each one designed to do something different, and you can listen to samples and stuff like this, um, and they've not been downcoded. You have a direct link to download the hour versions and the eight-hour versions. The quality is so good that you will feel and ex- you will feel the results in just one or two minutes of, of listening to them. So, how can you access the course? Well, if you scroll down, click the button, you'll be able to, you know, enter your information. You'll be redirected to the members area instantly, and you'll also be emailed, so you won't lose the the access to that page. So. Another question I get quite often is, how do I know this is actually gonna work for me? How do you really know? Well, the truth is, you don't know. You know, th- this is essentially, you know, especially if you don't know me, you've not seen my videos before, you might be thinking, well, how do-, how do I know? How can I trust that this is gonna work for me? The reason that I've made this big video on here on YouTube and, you know, for you, is because this is the, the foundational stuff, right? This is, like I said, the basics. If you do these things, even if you do one or two of these things, these are things where you will know, you will see how they work if you just do them. You know you can you can literally prove to yourself that it works by simply doing the things I've said and seeing how quickly you get the results. There's no risk here. There's literally nothing to lose because this is a video. You know you you've watched this video up to this point. Just try the things out. Give yourself like a I don't know twenty day challenge. Try one of these things. Try two of them. Or try all of them. You know, I guarantee you will see the results so clearly and so effectively and so quickly that you, that will be all the proof you need. If you do join the superhuman program, there will be a section where I will update regularly things like my references, the studies, and all of the dots that I've connected to show or prove a certain thing. But ultimately, these things can be proven simply by trying them out. So I really hope you've enjoyed this video. If you did enjoy this video and you would like to learn more, please go and consider joining the Superhuman program. You can scroll down, click the link or the button and join the program now. There are so many benefits to joining. There's already lots of people in there ready to talk to you in the community area. I will be in there personally answering your questions and sharing you know, the latest things that, that me and my research team are learning and uncovering. It will be constantly updated. There's so many bonuses. And ultimately, you know, this is, like I said, this is what I feel is my passion, my legacy. I want to help people like you raise your vibrations, raise your frequency, and create a reality that you want to experience. To have an experience that you want, as opposed to struggling and experiencing, you know, negative things that you don't want. I want you to be in control. I want you to create something wonderful. So I hope this comes through in this video. If you did like this, you know, leave a comment or like, or whatever it is and let me know how you, what you think, reach out to me as well, you know, don't, don't be scared to send me an email and message me, I'd love to talk to you, and especially if you join the, uh, the Superhuman Programme, I am in there regularly answering questions, you can message me, you know, I can, we can answer each other's questions, we can, the community can answer, answer your questions and, uh, and help you out. So I hope to see you in there, and see you next time. Thanks for listening to our podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and if you're able to review or rate this podcast episode wherever you're listening to it please do it because it really helps the messages spread to more people and don't forget to go to astralhq.com forward slash podcast to get free resources training video training pdf and a whole lot more